Here's a little bit more chick crack for you on this teachable moments, just to showcase certain things that are weird in this astrology thing. This is Nova Hollerback. More teachable moments. This is episode 25. Teachable moments 25. I want to talk about this particular thing in the way that. I mentioned it when it concerns generational issues as well. So in certain cases, certain planets have generational nodes as it were. And in certain cases, those generational nodes passes through. So each planet passes through certain generations every 25 years. Pluto being one of those longer Demi planets, as a word, but still has an effect, or may have less than an effect because since they demoted Pluto into a Pluto non into a trans, um, you know how weird it is that as soon as they say trans Newtonian, not Newtonian, Neptunian object, the whole transgender movement started to come around or started to explode in earnest as soon as they demoted Pluto. Just something interesting in my head. Look, guys, this is just fun here. Play around with this, folks. It's chick crack. Just play around with it. So let's talk about some interesting intrigues that I'm observing with this. Now, Remember when I said in the end of the show, uh, this week's show, that I said, oh, the opposite of Aquarius is Leo, right? So when I mentioned that Leos get too uppity, they get too lazy, it's the negative sides of these particular things as well. Well, Pluto in Le in in Libra, which is the majority of the Gen Xers and a small smattering of the early millennials. They are basically the little younger, younger, younger siblings and later on became the children of the baby boomers and the Generation Jones folks. Baby boomers being, let's use the presidents here, Bill Clinton. Chelsea Clinton is born in this particular aspect of the stars, whereas Obama is Generation Jones, came a little after Clinton. Both the children are in a different sign. I'll mention that later. Uh, Chelsea Clinton being born in 1980, so she is Pluto and Libra. Libra's opposite sign, since it deals with balance, is Aries, which is the ram. He goes through every damn thing. He is passion personified. He is, boy, you don't want to mess the bull with the horns. You know him, and you know the negative sides of this. A lot of those negative sides can be considered sexual. 
So what happened in this pool in Libra generation when it came to this? Well, what happened in the 1990s as they started growing up and they started to do all these things? Um, it was full speed ahead, but in a way that was more trans, more, uh, not subdued, but more depressive because of the way Pluto acts. Deconstructive. So you have deconstructive and with the negative sign. Most astrologers said that the negative side of the main sign that is connected tends to be the unconscious being explored and exploited. So it is the unconscious side of the generation that showcases the hypocrisies. So a lot of the hypocrisies of the Gen Xers have to deal with sex and sexual mores because the Libra sign in his antithesis is Aries. Aries deals with a lot of sexuality. So when it's connected to Pluto, they, as they say, whole bunch of shit happens concerning with transgressions. Um, sexual mores get twisted up and turned around even though they desire one man, one woman in the front side, the way in the math side, in the persona side, as it is follows, in the background, in the unconscious, is transgressions and all the rest of these things piled up into a certain more setup. You began to see that in some aspects of the 1970s, in the early part of the 70s, but it did not get exploited until later on when they turned 18, 19, the rise of Madonna in particular. Not necessarily Prince, but Prince has some aspects to that as well. And so in the 19, because it wasn't in the air sign. So Libra's an air sign. The Pluto thing was there. Everybody was young then. The yuppies started taking over. The greed is good things. These are the negative the negative aspects there are, are, are explored in the unconscious side, which is this particular thing as well. So when it's talking to its unconscious or the unconscious side, there is no such thing as the unconscious. Everything is made to the fore. So it's a negative aspect of this particular sign with this particular generation they're having they're having these issues with transgressions and all these other things as these things grow older you have a Saturn return now Saturn return according to these astro astro astrologers saying that things are going to start changing around in a different way so Every 30 years, Saturn returns back to the natal sign there. So 30 years from 1971 for the start is 30 years from there is 1961. So it's 2001. We're right smack dab into 9-11 and the changes that happen there. So, yeah, and the astrologers also said there was a Saturn return with that one. So, things started changing after 
they come back that they started dirty after the first generations of the gen uh, Etzers became dirty years old. Um, 2001 happened, 9 11 happened, things started changing, a lot of them started going to war and that sort of thing and whatnot. In certain cases, they said that this thing ended in uh, two down in 1984. We have to wait 30 years. 30 years from there is twenty fourteen. 2014 for the early millennials is when a lot of the things started changing there. A lot of, uh, you can say it could have been this whole racial issue is when that Saturn return took place there for the early millennials. This is the first generation that dealt with the divorce thing we now see it as we now see its dangers in, in this particular aspect. We now see the reality of this happening in that in this particular society. They're looking for better relationships and whatnot. Um, you can say the sim culture sim culture started here in earnest because they wanted, well, you can start saying that, yes, in this particular asset, this is pretty much simp culture. And in the way I say this is that they're trying to look for one man, one wife. They believe in the equal equality of the sexes, which is also a Librian trait when there is no ne necessarily no such thing. But the airy side, because it's a negative, it is this hypersexualization or the begging of sex or the use of sex in order to placate certain desires. Or because Libra wants perfection and all these other things and they're not getting it, you begin to see the, the placate their desires. We also see an increase in the sexual um, 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 miscues and sexual harassment because women who are born in this particular generation as well say they want the perfect man, this, that, and the other thing. And there's a Piscean connection that is going, that is connected to this as well. Now that that's two ages they talked about that came after it, which is the rest of the millennials up until the Gen Zers are Pluto in Scorpio and Pluto in Sagittarius. Now, the one that dealing with Pluto in Scorpio, which is the majority of the millennials to the first part of the Gen Zers, which is in 2008, uh, I think it was nine. No, the, the, it was the rest of the millennials to, to the first part of the millennial generation because they split the millennial generation between 81 to 94. And then they had the Gen Zers from 94 to 2008, 2005. 
these guys have it from 84 to, to, to 95, and then from 95 to 2008 for the Sagittarius side. One of them dealt with upheaval and change, but there's other particular planets that also go with this as well, which I will mention a little later. That one deal, deals with upheaval and change. The other one deals with religion and other particular issues. So we had the Danes that dealing with religion, with Islam and Christianity coming back to the fore again. And who is a good Christian, who isn't a good Christian and all the rest of these things. What's happened now, we're in this particular sign, Capricorn, Pluto is in Capricorn. At this particular point, it will not leave until 2024. But we're now beginning to see some changes here because Pluto will not reach Aquarius. That's the next generation afterward. So this Capricorn side, according to the astrologists, is where the majority of the Gen Zers will go through and live through. And now we're seeing the aspects of what's happening to it as well. Remember, there are negative signs that are related to this, considered the unconscious sign, but don't but understand it completely. There's no such thing primarily intuitively as an unconscious. It's just the body and the way it consciously works together works to oh or it or if a man or if a man or a woman said that the body and the mind is separate then there's going to be problems so understand that there is no such thing as we now know as an unconscious it's just a conscious period and the body is not and there is a message in the body and the body's not getting what it wants when we're seeing with libra it's not it is being sex deprived both on the men's side and the women's side. That's why we're having all these issues concerning with sexual mores, that particular thing as well. When it came to the one concerning Scorpio and it has to do with religious things. It has to deal with upheaval and change, deconstruction. So when Libra was going through this particular day, they were about 10 to 20 something years old. It was these things with Columbine and all the rest of it, all the rest of it, looking for justice. Also, racial tensions were going into the fore, especially with um, what happened with the L.A. riots and the upheavals at that particular time. And then what they did to change the game around to prevent these particular issues, you know, not the spin move per se, but a new movement to try to gain respect with the police departments back then. Then when we get into Sagittarius, it's the whole internet age. It starts to explode. Then we head to 9-11, which is when the Saturn return came around. And then all the things were security. All the things were religion. How does this affect them? Oh, it's now time to see. I'm trying to be a man and all the rest of these things. Now it's 10 years later. We're more like 20 years later, we reach Capricorn, 
What does it say here with Capricorn? It deals with conservatism. It deals with tradition. They're looking for father figures. Now that we're in, the Libras have now reached Capricorn. And I think Capricorn is a, an earth sign that is grounded, that is a cardinal sign. They're looking for father figures. You see the rise of Jordan Peterson. They want reliability. They want responsibility, structure, and all these other things. But what is the antithesis of Capricorn, you might ask? We get the cancer sign. Cancer sign, over-emotional, over-empathetic, moody, extremely clingy. All the rest of those things. So you begin to see aspects there. So what you're seeing is we having a generation that tried to have everything it wanted, you know, with relationships and all these other things. And they tried to have a simple relationship. They were victims of divorce starting in 1971 to 84 with this Pluto in uh, Libra in Libra started to have this issues with those particular things there and moved on into Sagittarius and Scorpio in the next few years dealing with change of religion and now reach Capricorn Capricorn's opposite is cancer the crab clingy over emotional suspicious pessimistic deeply manipulative so what has happened in our culture today as we have reached Capricorn? Well, we see with the leftists in a lot of this in the country. And when we have Libra and all the rest of these things coming around. And Libras don't really do too well. Yeah, this is chick crack, I know. But I'm trying to put a political spin into this. To understand, well, the stories may not have an effect. But for women, it has every single effect. We'll get to that when we get to the special. We see that with the way um, cancel, cu cancel culture is, is structured, how they cancel people all the single time to look for purity, to look for all these things, to look for those that help. You see it with the sloganeering. Yes, it's the sloganeering. So when Libras want injustice and cancer said we were trying to be empathetic, they tie, kind of, okay. We need justice. Yeah, this is the scales, you know, Libra's the scales and Libra wants justice. And, but they're trying to manipulate justice as they now have power in the world, voting rights, but they don't have a lot of money and all these other things. So now they're manipulating their way. The Libras and those that were under Scorpio Day, they're manipulating their way into power. And you see that in the sign there of cancer. Now, in 2024, this won't be the same thing. I mentioned it earlier. It will be Aries. I mean, no, it will be Aquarius. His antithesis is Leo. Leo can be overbearing, lazy, like we mentioned before. So being overbearing and lazy and he wants to get his way, 
and it don't know no other way. I am the sun. I am the star of the show. So you have a generational generation that gone through this, this, and this, and now it's going into Aquarius, the water bearer. It's a fish. It's going swim. It, it, how's it going to get out? It, 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 you know, it gets the fish. The fish is on the string. Uh, if the water's getting poured out because of Aquarius, this is the weird thing about this. Aquarius is an air sign that's dealing with pouring out water. Think about this. This is how kind of silly this whole thing is. Aquarius is an air sign that is pouring out water. Its antithesis is a lion that sees itself as the star of man, the superstar, the king of the zodiac. I run this game. The greatest cat of all time. The goats! No offense, Aries. The goats! Here is the goats! And if I'm not the goat, I will become one! And if I'm not the goat and I can't become one, I will become one! That's the way it sees itself. Remember, that's the negative of the of Aquarius, which is which is all about exploration, all these other things. Magical today, being cool, calm, collective. The negative side of it is I am the shit. And I'm going to be the shit. And if I'm not the man, I will become one. And if they deny me my shine, I will destroy anything to get to my shine. That's going to be bad news for a lot of motherfuckers. You can't be poor forever. And these motherfuckers cannot deal with motherfuckers who manipulated their way to becoming poor forever. Then you have other particular things that are connected to there. You have Neptune and Aries, which is, hmm, what's going on here? We haven't moved a goddamn smegging inches, 1996, bruh. We gotta stop moving. What is this? Okay, you got your damn with it. Then we're we're curing COVID. We're curing COVID. I said we're curing. Co oh, really? Be careful, folks. Not cured. But it's going to be, what have you done for me lately? Look, you have, let's look at it in, in, in an entertainment sense. Reckoning time is coming. They're going to look at the numbers. They're already starting to look at the numbers. They see a whole entity by the name of Demon Slayer getting 
80, not 8 million, not 10 million, not 20 million, 8, 80 million being sold. Second highest in the history of the manga industry. Second highest ever. Lifetime. Lifetime. 100 million dollars in the box office. Japanese box office. Second highest only to spirited away. Questions are going to start to be asking. How can Spider-Man with five movies and all the rest of these things can only get 100 down? Sit. How can a uh, 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 Superman, which we're trying to get back on, uh, 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 on, um, 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 and what's that, uh, and thing again, uh, um, uh, it's a Maxwell something. It's HBO Max. Yes, 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 HBO Max. Look at the billions of dollars we're spending. We can't even get a hundred million dollar film out the fan for motherfucker. Batman! Batman! He can't even sell half a bill. The fuck going on, man? The distance between the the eighty million dollar, the eighty million sold of Demon Slayer to here to the next newest manga entity is about seventy six million. Seventies, it's it's that far. It's about seventy million. Seventy two million and seventy-two million sales between each of them lifetime. Can you imagine this thing only came out four years ago? And it's getting this much. They need to explore and find out why it got into that particular place. Why? It's not the best-looking manga in the world, not by that much. No, this man has made so much money hand over fist. Nobody knows why did this thing succeed, where a lot of others, a lot of interesting ones, did not even get there. Why? They're gonna have to start asking questions. They're gonna have to ask any question. They're begging this dude. Anything you want in this world, I will pay for it. You are God. That's what the Japanese business people are doing. You are God. Anything you say goes. We waited. Your newest project, it's already good. I've already got that. The money's already here. Come, bring the money. I, I, I fund it. I fund it tomorrow. If it's girl with it, then I don't care. Hang tight, I don't care. Money. You haven't seen money. When you know when the Japanese start giving you money, you made it in this life. That's what I mean.
The Americans are going to start asking questions during this time. Did this woke thing even help us get anywhere in this life? Is putting women in the seats of the major corporations all over the country? Is it and uh, if uh, and Nasdaq and the rest of them? Is it going to fly? When they find out that it's not flying and the Japanese are making money hands over fits by their original works, what are they going to start at? They're going to start asking even deeper questions. And you know what's going to happen? The Americans are either going to do two things, actually three things at this particular time. Manipulate the industry to get what they want so they can have their 80 million there and say it was ours. Manipulate the numbers and the lies because they have done it so damn easily. And they'll continue to manipulate the lies. Produce a noble fable, a lie. The greatest comeback in the history of politics. The noble fable, a lie, and it will continue. Or they can get some people in the woke side to try to lessen the woke so people can actually look at the thing, but it isn't going to be successful. Or they're going to say, oh, it's okay to have competition while their people are dying. And now that mm, the new era of Marvel's coming and it's 2015 and they'll make, try to make it as woke and acceptable as they could with Miss Marvel and all the rest of these things. Because the American people don't know better. They love to be conned. All that is going to come down and crash into a billion pieces as this era comes. They were not ready for this internet. They ain't ready for this internet. And I'm going to make another, another interesting prediction about this. The internet as you known it, <laughs> I'm not making the prediction. They're making the prediction, but I'm making the predictions on the basis of actual brass tacks and not just chick crack. The internet as we have known it is going to be retrofitted. Now, retrofitted to the ways that the internet could have been in the 1980s or retrofitted in the sense that they want to turn it into in the 2030s. And what I mean by 2030s is, is that bullshit protocols, bullshit everything, bullshit the nonsense. So that's all we have for teachable moments concerning more chick crack concerning Libra and the rest of it. I might have another one dealing with other particular aspects of astrology and the rest of it in future teachable moments. Thank you for listening. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your radio shows. This is Novin Hollerback. We will see you guys next time on the next teachable moments.